What's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Do It Ari podcast, where our motto is living comfortably uncomfortable. My name is Ian Perez, joined by Jonathan Mercado, Victor Rivera, and Chris Zora. We're four ordinary dudes with extraordinary dreams. Jonathan, take it away, dude. What's up, everyone? And thank you for tuning in to another episode where we go from the inside out. We turn our dreams into reality and we stop all the wishing and we start taking action by all this. I was about to say cuss word off the bat, man. By all the stuff that we do. Today's topic, guys, is no other than closed-minded versus open-minded or fixed-minded. And uh, it's going to be some interesting things. Uh, Mr. Victor here um, got some great ideas on how the podcast should go. So I'm just going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and skip the 11s, right? What was it? The shots or misses, misses 11s. I don't know what it is. I feel like we... we the wins and losses? Wins and losses, yeah. It feels like we haven't done a podcast <laughs> in like two weeks because we skipped the that are normal time so it feels like i haven't seen you guys in a while but we're gonna skip the wins and losses guys i want to go straight into um some good inf- information so that way we can give to the world and ourselves so we can continue to learn so Vic, take it away brother hey uh yeah uh so uh yeah man i was listening to this uh to a podcast in um in this uh this topic of a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset came up um uh it was this um uh in uh in, in uh property investor um uh he was talking about how he used to have that fixed mindset um he's talking about how he you know had to overcome that and definitely you know developed a growth mindset so he's really going in deep and talking about you know that um and how how that helped him kind of uh you know get to where he is now with him and his wife they got this massive like portfolio of properties um um, so in thinking about that, you know, I started to like reflect, like I always do, uh, just reflect on my own like growth and path. And then like, man, I, I think I still have some opportunities like on myself, right? Because sometimes you might have, uh, you know, you're open minded to some things, but still kind of close to others, right? Um, so I thought it'd be a great thing that to talk about amongst us, because I think everyone uh, that's listening um, also has like some opportunities, right, to like expand, to grow, Right. Um, and some sometimes, which I think is most of the time, you know, we, we limit ourselves. And that's what ultimately, you know, I don't want to do to myself. It's like, hey, don't limit yourself. Right. Um, be open to that growth mindset to be like, hey, you can do this X, Y, Z. Right. There might be challenges, obstacles, might be, you know, h- higher hurdles than than you've been you've jumped before. But it doesn't mean you can't jump it. Right. I was going to talk to you about your opportunities. I really need it, man. I need that. Bro. no when you when you you brought up these (laughs) when you brought up this topic i was trying to go back into my own experiences of when was i closed-minded and and do i still have some of that and to answer the question is um i still have a little bit of it right i feel like there's always opportunity to grow you always have some kind of biased perspective where you feel like "Mm, this might be the only way here and uh, that's just not what it takes to be fully open-minded and to continue to grow because that's narrow thinking. But I was trying to be like, man, is most people start off, are we just closed-minded? I think so. I think from my experience and from, uh, from experience or from interactions with other people, um, I think uh, most people are open to whatever they're, are, um, they're exposed to, right? Uh, so if you're exposed to a certain environment, certain things, certain foods, you know, all this stuff, 
then you're just kind of that that's where your your taste and your um you know uh that's where you develop to be inclined to um and also again the environment things that you hear things that you know you grow up listening to and experiencing i think makes you like a, a, a person that's close or really just attached to one thing right and and sometimes some people from a personality span, stand, standpoint I think are, are either afraid or not willing to try other things and open up so um I think it's I think yes but then a little bit of uh, like that dabble of personality so I, I agree. actually think uh, I actually kind of think the opposite but for the same reasons oh. I think <laughs> when you're I think early on when you're when you're really young you are open-minded and then you might try some things that you don't like. Uh, you might be exposed to things you don't like. And then that's when you start developing that close mindset. Mm. Um, yeah. Cause like as a baby, especially like you don't know what's going on. So you're open to everything. Uh, and then as you get older, you start, you start developing those, those opinions or those feelings about certain things that close you off to, to them. Yeah, I think I think I like that because I think influence, right? Influence uh, kind of molds, you know, wh wh where you where you go. I'm sorry, Ian, you're gonna say something. I was just kind of letting y'all keep going. It was good info. I'm kind of like a happy medium, to be honest. Like, I <clears throat> I definitely agree that at a certain point is what it's what's around you that influences you to start thinking like that. Um, but then again, like as a child, you know, like we have kids now. You notice that they're they're a lot more open-minded to certain things, but I'm like flip floppy just because like my son is completely different personality than my daughter when they're at the same age. And it's not that they, like, we, I mean, we might've parented a little bit different, but we've always allowed them to kind of explore. And like Dominic's just, he's just a very um, big hearted, but cautious kid. And we've always told him like, just, you know, go, go climb on that, go do that. And he just, he's very cautious about what he's doing and really meticulous and how he gets there where Kendra would be like, Kendra, you know, climb on that, do a backflip and she'd go up and boom, done. Um, so I, I think it definitely is a happy medium and like their personality make, then mixed with their surroundings, you know, how they're up broad or their friends or something like that. Um, but if we're talking about like further on, that's, that's a completely different story. Chris brings up a good point. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about you are you, you start off now that you know you mentioned that Chris and you said that um, you start off very open-minded to everything and then as you grow old your environment your culture the people you hang out with the influence around you you start downloading their perspectives on what life could be and that's why you hear that quote your exposure will determine your level of success because you aren't exposed to this other level of this great success because I wasn't and now I'm thinking about in my story, I was exposed to this level here. So that's all I knew. Didn't know there was anything else. And that was my ceiling. I wasn't allowing myself to open up my mind of the capability of there could be something way bigger out there because it wasn't exposed to me. So, Chris, that was, that was a good point. Now that you really mentioned, we do start off knowing that they, we take all the risk and as parents, push their perspectives on their kids, go to college, society, get a job, don't do this, be careful. What we say and what we do in our actions affect everyone around us. And it's not just us. I had this conversation with my middle child. Um, you know, my middle child probably goes through the most adversity 
out of Which all my kids. Child? You have two middle child. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I see the middle child as um as Braden. He's ten. Braden. He's ten. Because yeah. the other two are like they're so close in they're age, like young. babies. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have Jeremiah, and then I have Braden. And you know, Braden is you know he's quiet. He's more into his head. He's more creative, right? And uh, all my other kids are a little more. They're hyperactive. They're more. Little, they're willing to go out and do more things and take more chances. And so I had, I told Braden, I was like, Hey, but I was like, you are who you are, but we have to evolve and grow and try other things. Right. I just can't have you do one thing and then accept that this is it, son. Like every single day we got to go out and we have to try these hard things. And every day we got to expand and grow. And it's very uncomfortable, son, but I promise you because it's so uncomfortable for you now, you are going to be a monster later if you learn how to push yourself out of this comfort zone. And so just getting him and watching how I say and what I speak to him is he's downloading information versus if I would say, Brady, it's okay. You just, you just stay here. You're fine. Everything's going to be a-okay. Um, don't go out. Be careful as much as you possibly can by me saying that he'll be downloading that information and that's going to be pushing off more closed-minded for him of this narrow thinking. So I just, just think as parents, as influencers, as people, as family, as friends, um, we do have to be super careful in what we say because it could be downloaded into their perspective and that could be their level of exposure. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that, exactly that. You, you brought into that because um, like growing up as well, like, you know, you know, we, uh, even though my parents always told me, hey, like, uh, they didn't like right out said it, but like, it was like, hey, you, you're going to go to college, you're going to go to college. So I, I always had in my mind, I'm going to college because that's what I, that's what I've been telling, right? That's what I've been hearing. So in my mind, there was no, oh yeah, that's expected. That's, that's, that's normal, right? You know, um, that's something that I want to do. And then when I was talking to like other friends in their mind, they was like, I haven't even thought about that you know, because they hadn't heard it from anyone, <laughs> you know, um, uh, so, so definitely what you say as, again, as, as, you know, parents or people of influence of, of young people, um, what you say, what you pour into them, it definitely is gonna, you know, kind of reside in and really, uh, you know, not decide their fate, but really put them like in a lane, right, or put them in a trajectory, that they're going to follow because they don't know anything better at that, at this, at that point, right. At a young age. Yeah. So I, I think putting them in like in the right direction with what you, what you say and all that stuff is, is definitely um, uh, pivotal. I have a question. When in your life did you were cognitive of you being super aware of open-minded and closed-minded? Like when did that shift? Because it didn't shift for me until later on in my years. I was like, that was, that's the thing. What is that? Yeah. For me, it was actually when I when I met Liz, uh, <laughs> uh, like uh, to be honest with you, like I wasn't um, when I met, met Liz was like my first real like relationship, like girlfriend and stuff like that, you know. Um, and so uh, so when I was exposed to her, I met her, like her parents and like her brothers, like her like friends, like her her life was different than mine. It was like almost polar opposite, similar but really opposite. So I had to um, uh, really be accepted of things that I wasn't before. Like I grew up in a strict home. We do this this way, do this way, right? Um, uh, and stuff like that. 
um, with her, when her family, she grew up a little bit more like a little bit more freedom, a little bit more like leeway to do things. Uh, so to me, when you know, um, like she would do stuff, and I'm like, damn, like why you why you do it like that, or like why your parents are weird, like why do you do that? Your brother's weird, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so, but as I you know started to get to know her and, and learning from that exposure to something different. I started to be like, you know, that's not bad. It's just, it's just different. So you so started to him aware of, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Christian, what you got? Um, yeah, I think, uh, as, as far as I can remember, I've always been kind of aware of it just because of the environment I grew up in. Like my parents were a little bit more overprotective and a little bit stricter, but then like one of my, like some of my best friends, their parents were like, total opposite like they're just a lot more just laid back and easygoing and then I also like growing up I, I had different babysitters because um, my parents always worked the evenings and they all had different personalities too so like I, I always kind of saw the different sides of everything and see how how different families are run um, I don't know if I necessarily was aware of it back then because I didn't think about it but I don't think I've ever really like i don't think i really never thought about like or sorry um lost my train of thought uh, i don't think it i'm trying to think of how to word this um you put it in a sentence the word newborn he's got the <laughs> newborn brain dog it's all melted right now yeah i think i just was always kind of aware but i just never really put it into perspective um yeah. just never thought of a closed versus open like i just was always kind of had that open but i always saw but i did see the closed-mindedness in the in people well once you realize it you you're now exposed to a whole new world you now see things a little bit differently because of it because it's now it's in your head Do, am, am i being this way am i not being this way you you become very aware like victor became very well when he met liz uh ian was there a moment of like this is there's two different types of people in this world uh it's probably my early 20s to be honest um, cause a lot of my, my childhood is very, you know, this strict Latino family, um, which obviously, you know, in the moment it sucked, but in hindsight, you know, there's a lot of good that came from it. A, a lot of things that I learned and habits that I, I got from it, but, um, it was always like, this is the way it needs to go because it said so. Um, and I was kind of in that lane for a while. And even into my early adulthood, that's kind of where I, I kind of stood. Um, and, uh, kind of breaking out of that it was kind of liberating i was like man i can i can change and i, I know my parents didn't do it like maliciously it's just like what they knew that that was best for me so obviously in that moment it was love um but uh yeah being able to make choices based off of for myself based off of what i thought and felt was very very awesome so yeah probably my early 20s i was later than that i was 26 <laughs> i remember the day it, 26. i was 26 yeah and because it had, I was very close-minded and it had to do with a little bit what Ian says. I was built, I was brought into a culture where this is the only way. And it built this ego and arrogance inside of me where I couldn't let myself be wrong. This is what it is. And I'm going to go push and I don't care if I'm right or wrong. I'm going to, this is what I believe in. I'm going to keep going no matter what. So what you say, even though you might have the right information, I was so closed off by it because my pride and my ego wouldn't let me take anything in. And so it wasn't until 26 where I had to like bite the bullet and be like, I hit a wall. And it's when I got into entrepreneurship 
where you have to be open-minded to ideas, to understanding that you probably suck, to understanding that somebody is way better than you that has better information that could build better things and you need them on your team. And you start opening up to the mind where um, people and togetherness and humility and understanding and perspective builds great things. And as entrepreneurs, that's one of our biggest missions is to build something super incredible to impact the world. And it was when Roy Davis, I was in my entrepreneurship grind and I wouldn't listen. I wasn't a great teammate. I was just, I'm going to crush everyone because I had the dog mentality. Even though we're supposed to be working as a team, wasn't really a team player, hit a wall, wasn't making any money. People didn't like me. I didn't really care. But inadvertently, that mindset, that person to me was holding me back. And I got that great talk, which always are the great, the greatest talks that in my life are the ones that always I get put in my place, the best ones. Even in that moment now, I understand them. I'm like, let's go. Um, where they tell you how it is. Like, Jonathan, you're going in the wrong path. Um, you're not willing to take in new information. Are you reading anything? Are you doing things to open your mind? Are you doing these things to grow? And I was all like, what does all this mean? Grow, read books? Like, what is this jazz? What are you preaching to the choir? Self-development? Isn't that what, you know, this taboo things? In, the, my, in my world, that's kind of like taboo. Like, it's kind of like, motivational speaking type things and it's like not cool to do those things and that i think that's how most people think um when i hear people when i talk about self-development books they're like oh ew like that's a little preachy that's a, uh, it's a little <laughs> off-putting right i don't understand that mindset now but i mean I, that's my mindset when i thought about it i was like ew uh but i at that moment though because i was willing to listen and learn from the best that right there was where I became obsessed with self-development because once I started learning something new, I started noticing my life change. And then I was like, oh, what if I read another book and my life would change? And what if I read another book and my life would change? And I just self-development, super passionate. It's probably one of my top passions besides crushing everybody in basketball around me. But yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it age, goes again. You need to read a book that says how to get out of my delusional mindset. <laughs> no, the title is uh, what made me realize I'm not that good. Bro, I don't know if anything's ever going to help me realize it. <laughs> There's my closed minded self right there. Um, funny, man. Yeah, but the lateness, I, I, I think it helped. I think yeah. the lateness kind of helped me because it it didn't just ease into my life. It was just like, bah, and I just like dumped it in my head and just went with it. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, we all kind of hit a, not a wall, but a, a, a point like, like in the twenties, cause we're now living life. Right. First time in our lives, we're by ourselves. We, we got to make our own choices, you know, accept the own consequences of our choices, you know, decisions, things of that nature. And then you start to think, rethink things. Right. And saying like, wait, if I'm doing it this way, I've been taught, how come it's not working out? Right. And so for, for me, it's, it's, um, that was it. It was like, man, I'm doing everything that my parents, you know, I saw them do and, you know, the good qualities, right. The, you know, the work ethic, the, you know, all that good stuff. And then I'm like, you know, and I'm, conf- I guess, well, I can say now that like conforming to the norms of society of, okay, if I do, you know, if I work these many type of years, I do this, that, you know, I should be at this, right. But nothing was working out. So it was, to me, that was, was 
to me it's what was more of like hey in order for me to like go to that next step either in my like you know financially or you know relationship wise like with Liz I had to be like open-minded to you know other ways and and really you know get exposed and not only just be open-minded but willing to like learn and listen I think a lot of the time we're not you know we don't we like we hear things or we kind of like you know but we don't really listen to learn like or listen to absorb right we just kind of hear it kind of brush it off like yeah i'm cool with it but like not really right um give your 100 percent self to you know that point of view or you know that a, a process of thinking differently um and i think um, that's holds a lot of people back so, but when you know i think i decided like again to like okay i'm a I'm going to put myself in actual their shoes. Let me think like they do and then kind of see that side of things and then um, starting applying things. And, you know, really that's when, you know, you start to, you know, to grow in whatever barriers that you have set for yourself, right. That you, you think you couldn't pass through, then those barriers start to kind of, you know, dissolve and stuff like that. And I'm you glad think, you mentioned. Uh, oh, good, good. I was just gonna ask, like, in certain perspectives in life, do you think the fixed versus growth mindset is related to like confident, underconfidence, or overconfidence? Like certain things, like going for a job or trying to try for a sport or something like that. Uh, just because I know growing up that I was uncertain, to, and even now sometimes, like going after a job, like I have that doubt in my mind where I'm like, yeah. I really need it, or I really want to go after it, and I think it's maybe just the under uh, underconfidence, and then sometimes. Uh, fear of failure, like trying for it and getting a no, which I know uh, now in this like growth that we're going through that I know is, it's like a, it's, it's still a lesson to learn, but I just wanted to get the question out there to get your answer so everybody can kind of hear, you know, I think it's, I think it's natural to be like nervous, you know, about, you know, tr- you know, trying new things or going for a new job. I mean, I think everyone has that a little nervousness, like, um, like personally, every time I went to an interview, I always like was was confident that you know. Obviously, like because again, you you, you know who you are, right? So I mean, you I got you know, hey, I know I, I'm a good worker. I'm a you know I'm a team player. I you know I'm open to all these things. As far as from a work perspective, um, be always nervous to see you know about us. Right? Are they gonna like me? Am I gonna be a good fit for their company? So you're, you're kind of selling yourself. So. Um, but you're always a little nervous, you know, as far as, you know, I don't think it's more of a confidence thing. I think it's more of a, um, um, I think it's just natural jitters. Like people, we have those two voices in our heads. I think Jonathan was mentioning it earlier, right? Um, is that you have those two voices in your head. Um, and so, you know, there's always going to be that, that one that is going to be, you know, telling you, hey, you might not get this. But then there's that other one that you got to feed more into saying, hey, you can do this, right? You prepared for it. You know, you've done this work. You have the experience, you know, just go on and just just bust it, right? There's a quote um, that says, okay. go ahead, brother. I was going to say, um, I do think that confidence could be a factor into it um, because a lot of those fixed mindsets are based off of confidence. Like if you don't, if you're not confident in yourself, you're not going to want to grow. Like, you, cause you don't, if you feel like you're going to fail or if you feel like you're going to, um, you, like you're not going to get that job or whatever, like you not, that's going to kind of make you not even want to try. Um, that brings to my perspective, right? That's how I grew up. Yeah. Like, so really? like, there's, yeah. Like, I mean, confidence, I think actually has quite a bit of a factor when it comes to fixed versus growth mindset. Yeah. Uh, you can get out of that, but um, 
but yeah, once, I mean, that if you don't have the confidence for anything, like in any or a specific thing, like, like it, it does make it a lot more of a challenge to push yourself through to attempt that or to go for that job or try out for that team um, that, that uh, Ian had mentioned earlier. There's always two sides of the token. Always. There's never just a fixed answer, Ian, um, because, you know, closed minded, there, there could be like Chris alluded to, there's a positive to that being closed minded, but willing to be open minded later. It built confidence. It built like I was the main thing. It built that ego. And that's pretty attractive in most cases. But it also it has on this, the other side, it's very negative as well. It's very abusive. It's very um, toxic. And then on the flip side, Ian, there's people out there who are not confident. There's a, there's a superpower in that as well. There's superpowers in everything that we do. We just can't see them. There's actually like a children's book where all the animals are different. But there's this one animal who who on this journey, he meets other animals and he's like, oh, the gorilla's strong or the elephant's long neck. He can see everything. He can eat from the high places or this snail is like so per his perspective <laughs> is so understanding and wise because he's so slow and he believes he didn't have a superpower. And um, because he's looking outwards, you know, who he can never see his superpower. And he had a great superpower. I forgot what it was. But I think it's to um, also Victor's point, we have we have two different two different voices in our head, Ian, and whichever one you feed the most is the one you're going to lean towards. And the more you feed the other one is like so the confidence, the more you feed the confidence, the more you're going to become confident. But also you're just not going to be confident just to try to be confident. It takes reps. It takes repetition. It takes skill. It takes honing. Right. And so if you're leaning on, I'm not a great confident person, if I'm just not, if I'm naturally just always have a little bit of a doubt, um, you can, you can help fix that by becoming great at what you're doubting. And I think that's what makes great people great is because we all fear, fear. We all fear it. Like whoever says I want, I'm fearless is a goddamn liar. We all feel it, but the great people leverage their feelings, leverage it. Every single successful person at a high level understand fear and use it and leverage it to work harder to separate themselves from the rest david goggins had fear david goggins knew that fear and challenge was the superpower to overcome and surpass everyone else you just have to learn how to leverage these feelings in the moment i told you guys leverage is like this new word that's just, just being open-minded and understanding and doing these biographies Audiobiographies and understand that all these great people just leverage their feelings towards what they wanted, whether it be their high motivation, inspiration, they leverage it to go separate themselves. They're feeling amazing. Let's go separate. Or they're feeling less confident. They're feeling weak. They're feeling defeated. In that moment, let's leverage this and let's get mad and let's get hungry and let's go separate ourselves. So, yeah. David Goggins was the first person I thought of when, or, <clears throat> when this topic came up. She's like a fixed mindset. The first thing I thought of was actually in his book, he says, we put a governor on ourselves at that fixed mindset of like, well, I'm not, I'm not, you know, built this way. I'm not, I'm not talented. I wasn't born with it. That's very fixed mind, like a fixed mindset. Cause you're putting, you're putting that blockade on you. You're putting a cap on what you can truly become. Um, and yeah, that just, that, that piece of that book alone really stuck with me. Like, you know, you got to take that thing off and let you go all the way to the top. And if you know, you fail, I mean, at least, you know, you tried. Right. So yeah. That, that what if, that what if, and I do it still now. And my oldest does it a lot. And it's so hard to try and 
because uh, I don't know if you know this, if you, if you have teens or not, but like teens are like the, the pinnacle of like fixed mindset. It's like, I'm right. You don't know what I'm feeling this and that. And it's so hard to get past that. And when you get there, uh, it's going to be a, a hell of a ride. I can guarantee that. But uh, it's so hard to try and teach them like they're what it like, well, what if I, you know, what if I fail? I'm like, what if you don't? know what if i don't make the team but what if you do like there's like jonathan said the two sides of the coin like you gotta pick which one you want you want to live with like not even try and not even see if you made the team or not or at least put the effort in and if you make it then you made it right yeah. so yeah inky johnson says it better than i do inky johnson says everyone has two wolves inside of them there's one that's hungry there's one that's confident and there's one that has a lot of fear and a lot of doubt and he was telling the kid this and the kid was like well which one wins and Inky Johnson says the one you feed the most. Feed the most, yeah. I, I heard that too from Inky. Yeah, that's fire. <laughs> you feed the most, man. It's gonna yeah. win. Yeah. Um, there's another quote. I don't. Jordan Peterson. Y'all, y'all hear this guy? He's a monster, man. He's like a He's low been key all over intellectual. Lately. He's a low key intellectual, not low key. Oh, but, is that that like that white dude? Is a white dude? Yeah, he's a white, He's a white dude. dude, kind of slicked hair. Yeah, yeah. Larry Co- little fucking insane and psycho. Super yeah, yeah, controversial. Yeah. But man, his perspective and the yeah, mind that I can see his mind is freaking this working. And it he's just, I'm very intrigued by this guy, but he has said something that just kind of man just stuck to me. Um, because he's like he believes, you know, we're talking about people who are have doubt, who have fear, and not really open to growing to becoming a monster because whatever in their in their in their head they're saying like that's not a bad that's not a good person. Right. So that's why they I, I know what quote you're talking about. I just yeah. saw this that video yesterday. So um, <laughs> and this I've listened to it over and over and over again because I've always battled, right? Which one is the better of the two evils to be down here with a humility, calm, safe, good, or versus this guy, ego, confidence, um, really driver, pusher, strong warrior. You know, which one, which one do we feed? Who are we? Which one's good or bad? And um, he says, though, and he puts it in this way, he's like, I'd rather teach or build a new generation or build my children to be complete savages, complete monsters, and then give them the discipline to control it versus teach them to be safe, kind, you know, setting the what's where, what where else I should be going with this Chris safe, kind, um, not being a monster, reserved, calm, cautious. Yeah. And he's like, here's the reason why he's because life is a, life is a battle. Life is a war. Right. And I need to be able to build a warrior. I'd rather have a life's a war. So I'd rather have a warrior inside of a war than a gardener inside of a war. No, I, can I think it was. The, uh, I can always put the warrior inside the garden and teach him. Yeah, how to, there you go. But I can't put the the gardener inside the war and teach him to thrive inside that war. He'll he'll get destroyed every single time. And it remind me of the other quote of Spider Man: "With great power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility." So if you have great power and you're a warrior and you're strong and you're a protector, that comes with a lot of responsibility of discipline to use it in the right way versus I can't get a weak man to be a strong man in that moment. I so, fucked him, but it's, <laughs> it's <in> that. <laughs> yeah. No, so I are there any other, Oh, good. No, good. I was just going to say, so do you guys like, what are some other traits from a fixed mindset and a growth mindset that you might uh, be able to 
incorporate like because i mean because yeah we've talked about confidence we've talked about open and closed-minded learning and listening but what other what are some other fact uh some other traits of fixed versus growth minded people um like effort versus skill i think a lot of fixed mindset people right don't put the effort in because they they feel i'm just not good at it i'm not going to be good at it right um so um instead of putting effort so um uh so that's one um that i thought was was pretty good and that's the part that i've always had a growth mindset on i I feel like i've always like okay if i put enough time and effort into something like I'll, i'll i'll be better at it I never thought like, oh, no, I can't, I can't do that. Right. Or um, no, I, I don't think I'm ever going to do that. So I think that that effort level for someone that's fixed, like it's not there. They won't put the effort in. They won't even, you know, even attempt it because they don't even believe that they can develop that skill. So why do you say that? Because I felt, I felt like that would just, that's the easier one out of all of them. But in my head, that in my perspective, it is. But for most people, like I can't even think like that. But for most people, they just think I'm just not good and I'll never be good. That's yeah. So I did. I, I, I did. What I think I said it before is that one time when I was and I had a chance to try out for college and basketball, I didn't do it because I, I didn't think I was able to I was going to make the team at all. That was the only time I just turned back and just like, nah, <laughs> Dang, babe, you could have been pro, dog. Dude, I could have been. I, I could have been like, uh, what is it called? That uh, Cuban guy, um, uh, JJ Brea, short little dude, just like balling yeah. everyone up. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, for a, t- a trait would be seek to understand. I think that's probably one of the harder ones because close-minded, you're so ego, you have pride, like you're not looking to understand anything. You're right, and even though if somebody says something that you know they're right, they're still wrong because <laughs> you got to be right and so that's kind of one of those that i struggle with in entrepreneurship is understanding that bro you suck there's smarter people out there let's listen to them yeah that's tough like when i had conversations with uh my parents like uh, uh my mom has really strong fixed mindset on certain things i'm like yeah. damn mom <laughs> <laughs> no, but... <laughs> so just listen no oh uh... I feel like, I don't know, for me, a trait in fix would be, and I, I'm thinking about it now in a broader picture, just based off society, like hypocrisy. Like I feel like that could be a trait in a fixed mindset. And what I mean by that is kind of, kind of tapping into what Jonathan said is like a lot of people want to voice um, their feelings, their opinions, their views and be accepted in it. But then on the latter half, they won't do the same. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of that going on. And that for me, like, that that hurts my heart just because like there's so much love and so much beauty in this world um and re- whether you're religious or not like even from a religious standpoint like there's there's beauty in it and um like we're supposed to love one another as we love ourselves right but yet we don't we don't do that uh so for me being being open-minded and growth minded minded in a sense like it's okay that people have different views and see things differently in this world and there's beauty in it. That, that doesn't mean that they're wrong or right. And if you want to be accepted, then you kind of have to accept as well on the other side of things. So for me, you know, hypocrisy is probably a, a fixed mindset trait. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Um, there's actually, I, none of you touched on the three that I was, I uh, was thinking of. Let me touch on it real um, quick before you say it. Okay. Go ahead. I'll just play. Oh, <laughs> I am better. <laughs> okay. Um, well, like, 
a big one for fixed um is like they treat criticism as an attack um they don't they they think you're just putting them down you're you're like they don't want to hear it whereas uh, someone with a growth mindset takes that into consideration and uses that to grow from it or like or at least analyze it and whether they agree with it or not they at least can take it in and see if there is something that they can use to improve from that criticism. Um, yeah, that's, that's a another one. thing is uh, fixed mindset. People typically are, they're threatened by other people's success. So like, they don't like, they, they want to make sure they're the ones succeeding. They don't want to see other people succeed because they think, Oh, like, especially they like, got a job, like, Oh, this person just got a, got a, like got a promotion. Like, or they come in after my job as opposed to like being happy for them. And like, cause if they grow, you're going to grow as well. Like, I mean, if everyone, if everyone's improving, the whole team's going to grow together. Abundance mindset versus abundance. Yeah. Mindset. And then the last one I really want that I wanted to bring up is actually a topic that we, I think we did, it was episode, I think I'd looked at, it, I was like episode 22. Um, and it's embracing the challenge or embracing change like uh fixed mindset they don't they don't want to they don't like change they like because i mean for some of the reasons that we talked about like like they fear the fear of the fear change the fear of failure like all of that like they're not willing to engage in those challenges that might come up and like or like they they think any change is going to be something negative instead of something positive. Yeah. No, that was good player. She got, Hey, welcome back, Victor. Yeah. Dead, my bad. Uh, I had to like, my light just, uh, my light that I have, dance like, party. Out, and then I'm like, <laughs> Oh, shit. I know. Right. It's like, I'm going to race. Um, no, no, I completely got, agree. Got I, a quote. Uh, no, I don't have a quote. Um, but no, I, I definitely, um, uh, just a comment on what uh, Chris was saying. Um, uh, that uh, that that's definitely something that you know, especially the one you said about working with other people. That uh, well, not working with people, but uh, having people that when they hear criticism, it's like an attack on themselves. Like I've worked with a lot of people that I gave like you know constructive criticism to, and then they felt like offended, like attacked, like you know, and they got like super defensive. And and to me, it was like like whoa, like that's not you know <laughs> like hold on um i'm trying so, to help you yeah yeah so you know what what i've learned you know it, you know from from one side if you're giving the criticism and you know i learned from others as well this um like you know uh, i think what we do at cg is like we start with like positive stuff and then you know but we also then followed with that constructive criticism after so always like lift them up and then like okay this is what and then and the way down going, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Give him the what is that the rock bottom? <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, nah, man. Yeah, having a fixed mindset definitely doesn't uh, won't, won't get you very far. You gotta have that growth mindset to uh, you know uh, get to better places. Yeah, you definitely got to be willing to know that you suck and that there's so much improvement to do. <laughs> I'm just being real. Yeah. And so once you realize that, you'll be able to, you know, really push the 
push forward in your life and accomplish great things and you understand that other people are smarter than you and you need a team and you need to understand that you got to grow to your next level then your next level will always require new information and if you're closed-minded you're never going to receive that new information and you were asking about a quote um i was actually thinking of one earlier i just said it we're um, good <laughs> <laughs> no but uh there was that famous quote by Confucius. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like there, there's like there's the man that says he can, and the man who says he can't, and they're both usually right. Yeah. Perfusia? is that her name? His name? Her Confucius? name? Confucius. Yeah. Confucius. Confucius. With a C. Confucius. Because I hear Will Smith say that all the yeah. time. Yeah. And exactly. Like, who's who's Fucius? <laughs> like who is this? Uh, that's a very unique name. <laughs> uh, I do have a quote, but what's funny is this board has been sitting behind me for like the past seven, eight months. It says, do not pray for easy lives, pray to be stronger men. I feel like that kind of applies to what our topic is now. But I found a quote also by Mandy Hale. It says, growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying somewhere you don't belong. Um, I like that one. Yeah, for me, that was deep, man. But there you go. For that reason, I'm out. Let's go. No, play. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all suck. <laughs> but uh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, anything else? Anything else you want to get off your chest? Um, yeah, John- Jonathan mentioned it earlier. We we skipped a, a segment. Uh, later, life happens. You had to pivot, but uh, we have a commitment to uh to each other to y'all to to grow, right? So we still got the podcast. It's actually we started at what's oh, it's Saturday morning. February 12th, and we started at 6, 15, 6, 20. It should have been 6 o'clock, but I was a little late, sorry. Um, but uh, just get it done. You'll feel better at the end of it. I'm about, probably about to go run, and what I mean by run, I'm going to go walk for like 30 minutes, maybe not, like for a mile at least. <laughs> I was going to ask you, yeah, videotape that. I'm going to try and run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> baby steps, but uh, cool. Well, thanks for joining us today. I forgot what I'm trying to say. I'm losing my train of thought. You got to like, like our comment, share, subscribe. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So (laughs) on that topic, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, we have a Spotify, Spotify, we have a YouTube. So if you want to see our pretty faces, definitely come by and drop a subscribe and like, that'd be much obliged. Um, You were born to be great. So go and do it. As always, thanks for joining us today. Till next time. Peace and love.